Welcome to Life Quest Liberty, live in-depth conversations with today's top writers, editors, and spiritual leaders concerning religious freedom around the world. On today's broadcast, we'll examine local and international factors that may be impacting your right to worship and obey God as your conscience dictates. I'm your Life Quest Liberty host, Charles Mills. Unless you've been living under a rock somewhere, you've surely heard about the county clerk in Kentucky who is taking on the entire gay and lesbian community as well as the federal government. Depending on with whom you talk, Kim Davis is being promoted as a hero, villain, martyr, embarrassment, revolutionary, or simply a Christian who's gone too far. Lincoln Steed, editor of Liberty Magazine, is here to weigh in on this continuing story. Lincoln, what would you call Kim Davis? Provocative. Okay. <laughs> uh, you're right. This is a story that uh, you can hardly ignore, although I did for a few weeks, not because uh, I, I wasn't aware of it, but uh, it seemed like a repeat of, of a pattern we've seen in different ways from the beginning of the gay rights movement, mm-hmm. which, as you well know and our listeners know, I'm uncomfortable with, but it is what it is, and it has uh, a civil legal basis. And uh, many Christians particularly, feel affronted by this because it's clearly out of sync with biblical norms. And uh, since they live in the United States of America, where, as they think, this is a Christian government and a Christian system, they feel they shouldn't have to put up with this. They should refuse service if they're a cake maker. They should uh, uh, refuse licenses if they're granting licenses out of a county office in Rowan County, Kentucky, in the case of Tim Davis. So this has really hit the headlines, but like I say, it's not a new dynamic, but it is on a scale that we haven't yet seen before. I was just watching the video today, and presidential hopeful Mike Huckabee, ex-governor of Arkansas, was there. Also, Ted Cruz, and they were jostling for position. I thought it was interesting. Ted Cruz was barred from getting close by some of the handlers of Mike Huckabee. So this is a food fight for conservatives and for uh, religious activists. You bring up two important points right off the bat here. You are saying that these are feelings that that woman has based on her religion, and also these are feelings that a lot of people have because of what they believe their nation stands for. So right off the bat, we're looking at two things that are not solid, not rock. They are variables. Am I right? Uh, You're absolutely right. You know, I I don't need to know, uh, and I certainly don't know, anything about Kim Davis's private life and her, uh, how deeply held her views are. I don't even know uh, Mike Huckabee's views uh, other than what he stated publicly, but he's a politician and they're probably very complicated and, and uh, contradictory. But it's enough to accept that people are sincere about this, but their sincerity comes from certain assumptions. Yes. Some, I think, share in common with me a conviction that the Bible and God, of course, speaking through his word, has said that you know, a gay lifestyle is, is, is certainly not his ideal. And in the Old Testament, there were some direct punishments for this. Right now, we're not empowered to, to do anything ourselves, but we still hold that on the Day of Judgment, all people out of sync with God's will, not just practicing gay lifestyle, That's but right. you know, uh, idolaters and liars and, and prostitutes. And, uh, you know, I mean, there's a whole array of unregenerate behavior. Not every prostitute's lost, 
not every gay person is lost, but anyone that persists in opposition to God's requirements, you know, there's a day of reckoning. So Christians hold this, and we try to live an exemplary life and encourage others to move from these other lifestyles to one in harmony with God. Now, that, that's a given for a Christian. Where things get complicated is a Christian living in the United States. There is a great misapprehension about how this country came to be. While it's true that many mostly Christian religious dissidents came from the old world and settled here to get away from troubles there, and that while the Constitution was set up to protect religion, in no way was the United States ever consciously formed to be a religious entity, and certainly by design never to reflect a particular religious viewpoint. Because there are many religious viewpoints, even within Christianity. But many people today, reacting to uh, a decline in public morality or, or a uh, de-Christianization, if you like, of society, sort of a falling back on this idea that this country sort of has an obligation to support their Christian viewpoint, rather than, as the Constitution says, it has an obligation to protect your right to religious practice and profession. There's a big difference there. The easiest way to explain the problem with Kim, you know, it sounds all great, you know, as she's before the crowd and with the political leaders there holding her arms up, but what her action meant was that she, by her action as a government official, took it upon herself to deny to other people what the civil laws grant them. Or to put it another way, she has used her public position to enforce their compliance with her religious viewpoint. If the tables had been turned and the government was trying to tell her that she had to do something based on their religious beliefs, you would be hearing from her on that issue as well, wouldn't you say? Well, I would hope so, yes, because that's wrong. Yes. A big issue on religious liberty, or a negative issue, is there coercion involved? Yes, yes. Yes. Is someone being coerced to a viewpoint and to a practice that they are conscience-bound against? Now, Kim is not coerced to that viewpoint. She's only required as she holds that job. And remember, this is a job that she uh, campaigned for. She won the office. You know, she can leave. She also could not do it personally. Her clerks could do it, but she chose to tell them Mm -hmm. that they couldn't act on this. And nobody that I know of has been asking those clerks what they thought personally. Mm -hmm. Good chance, once the injunction was put against her, all but one, her son, said that they would uh, would issue these licenses, so I, I have to presume that uh, all or some of them were uncomfortable with her dictate to them. So once you start looking at how this was put into action, it doesn't really illustrate true religious liberty. And if anything, it shows the direct opposite, the willingness to project by the force of law your viewpoint upon others. You know, this has been all over social media, and of course I'm on Facebook and have a lot of Facebook friends, and one of my Facebook friends made this statement, and I think it just is very telling, and I think it lines up exactly with what you just said. He said, it is cool for you to say, 
I can't do that because of my religion. It is uncool for you to say, you can't do that because of my religion. What do you think about that statement? Absolutely. That's another very syllogistic way to put it. Yes, yes. <laughs> I like that. No, we need to be aware of this because uh, I think we're actually heading closer and closer to a point where the majority are going to require the minority to go along with something on a moral or religious basis. Mm -hmm. And they feel that, that the majority makes right, and since they feel that they have morality on their side, they won't care about what you think. I'm very sympathetic to Kim, and if I were in her position, I think, I mean, it would be a you know, moral quandary, but I think it would be quite understandable if such a person walked out the front door and said, I can no longer carry on this duty because it's inconsistent with my deeply held mm -hmm. conscience viewpoint. Right. And we would admire her for that. We would say, good for you. That's not the problem here. I mean, that's not quite the same yes. as what we're doing uh, very often with people of all faiths, and Adventists particularly, in the workplace, needing accommodation for uh, working hours and, and things like that. Again, there's no 100% guarantee of accommodation, but there is a, a requirement of the employer that they attempt to accommodate you. Yeah. Now, if she was one of the clerks, I would think probably they would say, and in fact, I know they would say this because there's other options. Well, yes, you don't have to do it, but one of the others will. Right, right. But this is a woman in a position of authority who single-handedly is able to stop the whole procedure of law that she objects to, and she is not allowing those underlings to uh, do what she herself won't do. So this is a matter of power, less of accommodation. But yes, we, we work for accommodation, and, and it's not a, a, an absolute right, but there is a requirement that there is an attempt made at accommodation. Obviously, if you have religious convictions against killing, and you go into the military, mm -hmm. you know, something's going to give, and it has to be you. Yes, yes. <laughs> You're not going to change the whole country. <laughs> you can demonstrate against it out front of, say, a military base or whatever, but that's a private action. Mm -hmm. But you can't, by uh, using the Constitution, which is designed to be neutral toward all faith and to be secular in its general outlook, but respectful of religion, you can't think that you can hijack it for your religious uh, dog and pony ride. Mm -hmm. The fact that the photographer, the fact that the baker, the fact that the Kentucky clerk raised such a row by these actions, by refusing to do that, does that say to you, Lincoln, that this is a thing that's happening that will move in the direction of, like you say, the minority being overwhelmed? Or do you see it as a sign that it's not ready for this to happen yet, that there's still hope? You're ahead of me. This is one reason that I wanted to discuss this. You know, none of us know the future, absolutely, other than uh, as a Bible-believing Christian. I think there's some broad outlines of prophecy uh -huh. that are clear enough. But uh, on this social uh, move, which has a moral component, I still think that it will not easily take and that there's going to be a huge reaction against the whole gay movement. Okay. And I think Kim's case shows, and her support, not just what she did, but her broad-based support shows that that gay marriage and all that goes with it is not sitting well with the larger community. And, uh, you know, I hope we don't revert to even violent homophobia that, that has characterized the past. Yeah. But I would not be surprised if we see uh, quite a reaction and a reaction that may bring uh, certain political forces to the fore. I keep quoting it, and we're not 
Germany, nor is this the 1930s or slightly before, but Hitler came to power and others in other countries have come to power on a broad brush promise to uh, turn back all sorts of moral indignations or things that have caused moral indignation. And I think even Donald Trump has shown the appeal of this almost a jingoistic, simplistic approach that appeals to people who are just fed up with what they can't understand and that's at odds with their uh, internal moral compass. Well, it's obvious that this story is going to be continuing, and we will, listener, be sure to bring you the latest right here on LifeQuest Liberty. And we encourage the listeners to sort of analyze this. Don't just see it at face value. Good story. But there are real issues at play here www.libertymagazine.org is the website. Check it out. You can subscribe to the magazine. Also add comments about this topic and others right there at libertymagazine.org. Lincoln, thank you for coming and helping us sort through this. Appreciate it very much. My pleasure. And listener, until next time, this is Charles Mills along with Lincoln Steed, editor of Liberty Magazine, inviting you to rest in the freedom of God's love. Goodbye, everyone. If you'd like more information about LifeQuest Liberty, call Three Angels Broadcasting Network at 618-627-4651 or email us through our website at 3abn.org. Join us again next week at this same time as we examine more of the threats and challenges facing your religious freedom. May God keep the flames of liberty burning in your heart today. Today.